You're listening to The Den Download, a podcast designed to help coaches and movement enthusiasts with tools and insights for building a strong body, a stronger mindset, and your strongest life. I'm your host, Allison Tenney, a strength and conditioning coach on this journey with you to have in-depth conversations of what it means to have an impact on and in the world around us. Let's dive in. What's up, team? Welcome to episode seven of The Den Download, where today we're going to be diving into this topic around certifications. What certifications do you need? Are they important? How meaningful are they? And this is a nuanced conversation. There is no perfect certification that gives you all of the answers and that I can tell you to go get and your problems are solved. That's just not how this works. And so this is really going to be looking at certifications around experience and expertise and education in a number of different ways and through different lenses. You're going to have your own experience, your own education, and your own way of looking at training. And so there are going to be certifications that will fill certain gaps. And certifications are not the only gaps to fill. Education and knowledge is limited when it comes to training humans. I truly believe that development outside of certifications to be able to fill those gaps in our own knowledge around relationships, around humans, helps us to train people in a more well-rounded and balanced way. So let's get into it. Let's talk about what certifications are important and what I think those gaps are that we can help fill. Because this is a question that comes up a lot for me. What certifications do I need to get? Do I actually have to get all of these? And for a lot of trainers and coaches, some of our insecurities tend to pop up and we tend to fill those insecurities with another certification, thinking that more letters after our name will somehow make us more of an expert. And to a degree, it might. But if you continue to be insecure about your own abilities to coach other people or to write programming, there are no certifications in the world that will help you fill those insecurities. That's work that you also have to do. So a little bit of a backstory, I actually started my coaching career as a soccer coach. There was no certification, so to speak, when I started. I was a volunteer coach and decided that since coaching was my passion and soccer was my love, I wanted to be a coach. Now, in the soccer world, there are a number of different ways to go about getting, quote, certified. And I decided to go to these weekend courses to be able to become a better coach. And what I found was there was a great way to then structure the things that I already knew about playing soccer. There were things that were intuitive to me because I had played the sport. And it was interesting to see from a coaching perspective how to actually put those pieces together, how to actually train athletes to understand concepts on the field around offense, around defense, around tactics. 
to be able to play the game more effectively. And I truly believe that a certification can help you do the same thing. It can really give you a great framework to work from, but you are the one that has to fill those gaps with your own experience and your own lens of how you want those training sessions to go with clients. And one of the things that actually does bother me a lot in the coaching space and in the training space is when people only use their experience to then turn around and coach other people. And I think, again, this is nuanced and complicated, but I also think it's inappropriate to make the assumption that just because something worked for you, that it can then work for the masses. And while all of us have our own unique experiences in weight training, in running, in athletics, in whatever your area might be in, that does not mean that it applies to everybody. And so gaining knowledge and getting some type of certification can help you apply your own experience and see how it fits into some type of system or structure that can then be applied to other people. But if we're only applying our own experience to everybody, we will miss gaps that people need. And we see this in the fitness industry, particularly the online fitness industry, all the time. Somebody does a figure competition. They get a bang and body, and everybody wants to know, how did you do that? And if I did it, and I train just like that person does, then I'll get the same results as that person. And that is simply not the way it works. And if you get a certification or an education in any type of physiology or exercise science, you will understand that those concepts that may have worked for you don't work for everybody in the same way. And we truly do people a disservice when we tell them this messaging around, well, if I can do it, so can you. If this type of training worked for me, it should work for you. Because when it doesn't, or when other obstacles pop up for people, and you don't have the knowledge, the certification, the education to fall back on to be able to pivot and change whatever mechanisms aren't working for that person, that's a problem. And here's the other thing with certifications. Nobody has ever asked me about mine. <laughs> so it really is the responsibility of the coach and the person that is leading the training sessions and leading these programs to be able to have that education and to go get that education. There is nothing inside of the fitness industry that mandates that you do those things. You can start an Instagram page, post whatever you want to post, and people will pay you. That is scary in and of itself. And so while I don't believe that we need to put all our stock into a certification, because let me tell you, there are gaps in certifications and things that they do not address, they're also a great start and a great stepping stool to the next level of understanding. Because you don't know what you don't know until you start learning shit. So here's what I know after getting and acquiring a number of certifications myself. 
If you know me, you know I started out as a soccer coach. So I went through very rigorous coaching certifications for soccer, specifically for soccer. Weekends away where I got a premier level soccer coaching certification. So when I would apply for coaching jobs, I could tell them that I had these types of coaching certifications. So when it came to the strength and conditioning world, I was green. I was handed a college team and told, figure it out. And so I took my experience and leaned in hard to my experience of how to strength train and how to put together a fitness program. But I started educating myself hard. I started looking at how the best teams in the world were putting these things together. How were they putting a strength and conditioning program together along with their soccer programs? That is where I started. And because I was in the college game, I was required to get a CSCS, which is a certified strength and conditioning specialist through the NSCA, which is the National Strength and Conditioning Association. So I was already doing the thing and then got the certification. Now, I started actually with my CPT, thinking that that would be, quote, good enough. And then because of Division One and the scene that I was in, got my CSCS. And what I found was that the experience that I had and the ability to try things out with my team and with athletes was so much more valuable than anything that was in that certification. So yes, it gave me some letters and credentials. I had to study my butt off for that certification for the CSCS. It gave a structure and it gave some aha moments of, oh, wow, that's why that is working with the athletes or that's why things are structured and progress the way they do because of X, Y, and Z. And you really gain that foundation, that understanding in your certification. So I did it slightly backwards, but because of my experience, I was able to really integrate those things and got a really great understanding before getting the CSCS and that certification. From there, I just got really interested and hooked on movement and wanted to learn more and more and dove deep into kettlebells, where I got my RKC, which is a Russian kettlebell certification, along with my SFG, which is a strong first kettlebell certification. And those were great because they were training certifications. It wasn't sit down, study a book, take a test. It was prep for these physical tests before you go into a very grueling weekend. And so I liked that aspect of the certification that you had to pass movement tests and pass a conditioning test or their very <laughs> intense snatch test at the end of the weekend. You had to train for those kettlebell certifications, which for me, I really liked. Now, I've also gotten my FMS, which is a functional movement screen where you can screen clients and athletes around their movement patterns. I've also gotten my USAW, which is a Olympic weightlifting certification. That was not a training certification. I went for a weekend, met some amazing people 
but really haven't used that certification since because I haven't been training and mentored or coached or been learning about Olympic weightlifting. There is a difference between going for a weekend, not really knowing what you're doing, getting a few progressions, watching a few people do some really cool shit with a barbell, and then not using it. But you have the certification, so how much does that actually mean? How far does that go with people? If your experience doesn't match your certification, it can be a dangerous game to play with people to then tell people, yeah, I have an Olympic weightlifting certification. They're going to expect a certain level of expertise from you. And I'm not saying you can't learn. Going to that weekend for the Olympic weightlifting cert was an awesome learning experience, but it's then on me to carry through with those lessons, to continue learning. It doesn't just stop after the weekend or after you take the test. And that can be the problem with certifications in our field is that they are not mandated. Nobody is checking on them. Nobody requires them. And so it's on you, it's on me, it's on us, the coach, to be able to say, I'm interested in learning, I'm interested in getting better, I want to be able to serve my clients in a deeper level of understanding and knowledge, so I'm going to go learn more. And maybe that's a certification, but maybe that's a course or something else. And to me, that something else has been imperative in my coaching practice and in my business. That something else helps fill the gaps between my knowledge, between my experience, my expertise, to help me connect with the humans who are on the receiving end of that coaching. Because there is a difference between gaining knowledge through certifications and being able to hold space for people who are just people, who are people looking to get stronger, who are people who have insecurities, who are people that have full, complex, overwhelming, joyful, beautiful, intense lives. And if you're not doing the work to be able to hold space, to give compassion to them and to yourself, no certification, no amount of knowledge will be able to solve the deeper problems that I promise you will come up. Because health and well-being is not just about the physiology. It's not just about sets and reps and phases of training. That stuff is cool. Like, cool, cool, cool. Let's geek out on all of those things. And how do you listen to people? How do you engage with them? How do you connect with them? What are you grounded to? What are you committed to? You have to do that work to understand those things about yourself, which will then help you connect to the people in front of you and to be able to use whatever certifications you have, to use your experience and your expertise to deliver top-notch training and relationships to the people that enter your orbit. So before you jump in to the next program with another coach, I want you to start asking better questions. What certifications does that coach have? 
How long have they been coaching? What is their experience? What is their expertise? You deserve better answers to your questions, but you have to be willing to ask because only then will you know that that person is the right match and that they can help you deliver the results that you're looking for. If that's something that you're interested in, I hope you do check out The Den, which is my online strength and conditioning program, where I love taking my experience as a coach, working with high-level athletes, all of the certifications I have gained, and all of the experience I have with the hundreds of humans that I have coached to help deliver great results. Thanks for hanging out with me on Episode 7. I'll see you next time, fam. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Den Download. Please be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any of our conversations. If you appreciate the show, hop on over to iTunes and give us some stars. For more tips and notes from the show, check out allisontennyfitness.com and make sure to follow and come say hi over on the gram at Allison Tenney. Talk to you next week.